this was probably around the time that I started carrying a pocket knife. <laughs> B.S. Armstrong, this is Gnome de Plume. Up high in the trees of the forest, Olivia sat in her living room waiting for her husband, Thane, the bandit of Forest Road. Do you think that was written after the letter thing happened? I'm getting some, like, everybody loves Raymond vibes. You know, it's like, does he like me or does he want to kill me? Hi, I'm Brad Pike. And I'm Sarah Magnuson. And this is Blocked, a podcast about our nightmare dating experiences where we do dramatic readings of people's horrific dating texts. Today's guest is Olivia McManus. Hi. Hi, Olivia. <laughs> So, uh, I know Olivia from IO Theater. Uh, she was on uh, a Herald team called State Shramps, <laughs> right? The perfect name. Yep. The um, perfect team. And you were also one of the, um, let me say, the, one of the major influential techs at uh, IO Theater. You could say that. Yeah. I you, lived in the walls. You did win multiple awards for... Uh, Dell Awards for <laughs> best tech. That's true, because I was maybe one of the only people that people knew, because I lived in the walls. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Awards are fake, but I do have two of them. <laughs> the awards are fake, but they make you feel good. <laughs> I'm trying to turn one into a candle. Ooh. Oh, yeah? But Is it the goblet? Yeah, the goblet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was our year. Yeah, but apparently the whatever you guys use to coat it in is mm -hmm. like very toxic. So I'm afraid that doesn't to get surprise me. I think it's spray paint. Close to it. yeah. yeah. Somebody told me not to drink out of it. That oh, was like, yeah. they handed it to me and we're like, don't Lisa drink out Burton of this. made those. They're like goblets that are painted silver. It's beautiful. Someday we'll have, I was, art. I was very proud of us for ha having that as an award, like any award that looks like something you could put on a, on a mantle. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's what it's for. Um, or wherever you want to put it. Um, so what are we going to be looking at here today? Oh, I'm looking at a, a website called fanfiction.net. Oh, I thought it was Fiction Press. Or it's fi Fiction Press, but then the little thing coming down says, uh, it's the same. download fanfiction.net. Yeah, it's, I think it's the, it's the same exact layout. It's just for things that aren't like TV. It's just like, mm -hmm. it's like whimsical most of it is like whimsical poetry, to mm -hmm. the to the best of my knowledge. I have not explored the site, but and uh, who wrote this? And <laughs> um, I guess there is absolutely no danger of this person ever finding it. Uh, and this was also from like two thousand five, I think. Mm -hmm. So mm. uh, let's see, yeah, two thousand five. So grade ten, um, and it was just a boy that was like also on student council with me uh who just loved a little too hard oh. um, i don't know if i should use his name but also i don't think he'll ever find it uh so his name is bryce um bs armstrong is his gnome de plume mm -hmm. um and i think i don't i don't remember what got him into writing fiction, uh, but it became a thing where he would like write stories for girls if he was sort of interested in them. Okay. And then he would send them the link. Um, oh. and, <laughs> and so mine just, just a apropos of nothing, just be like, here's something you might like reading or. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure he... I don't remember exactly, but I, I know that this was, like, before I had a phone, so it must have been over MSN Messenger or something. Um, <laughs> MSN Messenger. Just his vibe. I feel like he probably sent this to me and was like, hey, would you, like, check this over for typos? And then it's about you. <laughs> and then it's, like, very clearly, like, a medieval self-insert adventure story wow. uh, where I show up in it. Um, and at the time I remember being like, Hey, there's a character named Olivia who kind of maybe sounds like me. Is this me? And he was like, no, I just, and then there's another character in this who's who's with you in the story romantically. And they are sort of an idealized version of Bryce himself. Yeah, no, um, it was very clear to me immediately that, like, the main guy is is Bryce. And I was like, okay, cool. Live your life. This is his, like... You said, okay, cool. <laughs> I, pr- I probably said something dorkier because I was 15 and... Uh, you were flattered. Uh, no, I wasn't flattered. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I, oh. I don't pick up on flirting. I didn't figure out that he was trying to flirt with me until later in the year where he... He sat next to me in French class, and um, he, I could see him writing this really long note, like, by hand. Oh, no. Uh, and I, out of the corner of my eye, I saw him writing it, and I just remember reading some little parts of it and just going, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you could see it over his shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was oh, just, like, no. like pairs of two that you were sat with, so I was just directly uh. next to him, and I was like, oh, God, if I, like, how am I going to get out of this interaction? Like, we're in class. I can't do anything. Um, so he sort of slid it over to me, but in a way where he tried to be really casual. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he sort of looked away when he did it. And as soon as he passed it to me, I like shoved it in my binder. And then when he turned, when he turned to me and was like, nee, what do you think about the note? Um, I said, what note? And then I made a big what? show of going you know, through and just being like, I don't know. This did is you give me a note? I don't know. <laughs> This is such a classic two awkward people interacting where he is be like this is not entirely reasonable and but then you're also reacting in the most unreasonable way to just pretend he hadn't written the note just playing dumb. Uh, just, in my defense I was like oh sorry what? It's just some sort of specific memorable mo- note. It's not like Oh yeah, I might have seen a different note. It's like this is distinct. It was his heart and soul, and I knew that, and I didn't want to have that experience in a grade ten French class, because mm-hmm. uh, like everyone around us was all these like popular girls who did not like either of us. <laughs> what do you think the percentage of times that men have written women notes like this that it has gone over positively typically i feel like if you're not confident enough in what you are saying or feeling that you can say it to them in person probably the note isn't gonna help things right yeah i am of the opinion that if you're not married to the person that you're giving (laughs) a weird note to it's not gonna be good but that's just me personally okay so and what did what did this guy look like by the way uh he was very blonde and very pale um he he sounds hot 
<laughs> That's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, he kind of looked like um, just like a very pale, very white version of Archie from the Archie comics. Oh. Like not Riverdale Archie, like like comic boy Archie from the 50s. Conventional. Mm. He was outlined in black ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't like a huge weirdo. He, I think we were sort of friends, but this really killed it. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, let's get into this. So oh, I no. have gone to. There was a. Um, so just to catch you up on. So I read through this. Oh no. And um, what I saw happen is there was a, a cold open where <laughs> um, Thane is the character's name. He's a uh, forest bandit. Um, he uh, got the drop on a, a caravan of merchants and he uh, killed the guards and stole their l- treasure. And now he's come back to his tree fort. And um, do you want to sure. read this first part? Probably down to here where it starts describing the tree fort and it's super boring. Okay, wait. What part do you want me to start? The at? top part. The top part. Okay. Just so you know, I'm in physical pain. And also, uh, Olivia. Sarah, Olivia hasn't read this really before. She just kind of looked, skimmed through it, saw that she was in it, and then was like, this is, ter- this is terrible. I don't want to read it. Great. Oh, yeah. Thing. Okay. This is great. Post- so this is really her first time looking at it. Good. Up high in the trees of the forest, Olivia sat in her living room waiting for her husband, Thane, the bandit of Forest Road. Thane was out at one of his raids right now, and... As she did whenever he was on a raid, Olivia sat in her chair, longing for the trapdoor of their tree fort to pop open. After three or so hours, the door did open with a creak, welcoming the beaming face of Thane. Olivia jumped up and ran over to Thane, with relief clearly written on here face. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping in uh, all his typos because they're beautiful. Thane swept her up in his embrace and gave her a kiss before going over to his lift. The lift was a handy little contraption he had invented many years ago using a simple pulley and a platform that he could load his stolen goods onto. The cloths were exactly what Olivia had wanted. She thought Thane needed some new clothes and was thrilled with the new spices. The one thing she did not fully approve of was the ale. (laughs) The tree fort that they live in sat above a clearing where Thane had built a stable for the many horses that he had acquired over the 13 wonderful years he had spent ambushing those who dared travel the forest road. Olivia insisted that he also construct a fence around her lush garden to protect her plants from the many deer in the forest. The 15-foot-tall fence now housed more varieties of vegetables than you could ever imagine. I think think that's where it... Starts getting just into a description of... Yeah, he's just talking about the garden. But I love that the fence is 15 feet tall. Did did he just not imagine what a 15 foot... Did he just not think about what a 15 foot tall fence would actually look like? I am going to be honest. I don't think so. Also, is the stable in the sky? It doesn't make... Well, I, I don't think so. Oh, I think that was my interpretation then. I the just imagined everything of, is in the sky. Yeah, like in the tree. Yeah. 
I wouldn't think so, but I also wasn't really paying all that much attention to this description. No, it's a very stressful um, story to read. To so be right off the bat, I, you you've been waiting three hours for him to uh, come back from his banditry. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, he projected a lot of dotingness onto were, me that's yeah. not present in my personality. You, you in this story, you liked him so much that you spent all your time that he was away thinking about him and waiting for him. Just wanting the door to open like a golden lab, yeah. like a retriever <laughs> that's just like, oh god, I that's can't the wait ideal for woman. That's the ideal girlfriend is just a, a doggy. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, has separation anxiety. Exactly. That's. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's who he thinks he is, and that's what he thinks he wants. So I'm not gonna judge that I did. I, I just I'm like getting these like vibes, like cottage core, and what's that mm -hmm. game everyone has that I don't have because I don't have one of those things. Stardew Valley. Yeah, like one of those, or like uh, what's the other one? You know, Kanye. <laughs> little person you decorate they're just oh animal crossing yes oh yes. <laughs> i love <laughs> whenever you talk about sort of like mainstream boy gamer stuff it's like it's like some alien culture yeah. <laughs> i don't know anything about uh, it but yeah so that is weird do you know anything about where this this fellow ended up um i don't i found his instagram um, but he has posted nothing. Um, he has no online presence. I, I think he went to the same university as me. He was like an honor roll student too. So he's probably fine. He was like good at sports. I assume he's good, but there is no record of him. Oh, interesting. I hate when um, I creep on someone from my past. I remember them and I'm like, oh, what's this person doing? And then there's no trace. Like they're a regular, well-adjusted person. I hate that. It's sick. It's sick. Leave some crumbs. I know. I did creep his brother because his, his brother, I remember he always wanted to be his brother. Oh. And his brother just got married. Nice. Okay. But he wasn't in any of the photos. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of weird, actually. Yeah. I'll dive into that yeah. more tonight. Um, <laughs> so um, can you read? This is from the top and then from the top there yeah okay oh boy the forest started to stir as beams of morning sunlight found its way through the thick canopy above thane watched olivia as she slept and the sun <laughs> fell upon her skin a strand of her dark shimmering hair fell across her face and he brushed it away gently after heaving after heaving himself out of bed Thane silently dressed and lowered himself down the ladder to the forest below. Today, he wore a dark green coat over a dusty brown lace shirt. His pants <laughs> fit snugly, and he, and he was finished off with his sturdy yet worn leather boots. All but the boots were from the clothes that were, that were made by Olivia last night. Whoa. She what? made the clothes? All the clothes she made last night? I guess that's, yeah. I was a golden retriever waiting for him to come home, and then I was like, I made you all new clothes. Um, you want me to keep going? Let's, it's mostly let's... just like a description of the forest. It yeah, so like. then it's a description of the forest. <laughs> and then, hold on, hold on. I'm so nervous. <laughs> 
and then start at the top and then I'll you'll you'll probably guess where to stop. Oh no. Two or so hours passed while Thane sat beneath the falling waves, pondering many matters and revisiting old memories. <laughs> Suddenly a hand reached through the cascading water towards Thane's head, making grabbing motions. The hand found its target eventually, grabbing a hold of Thane's hair and yanking him through the waterfall. He landed with a splash and found himself entangled with the warm body of Olivia. Oh. She loosened her grip on his hair slightly and pulled him in to kiss him. <laughs> she slowly pulled away and looked him in the eye. You missed breakfast again. Aren't you lucky that I love you and brought you some food since you're probably so hungry? <laughs> At the mere mention of food, Thane pulled from her grasp and gracefully swam to the bank the food rested upon. A poached egg lay upon a piece of bread. There were also a few strips of dried strips of venison on the side, but that was all there was to eat. Each and every morsel of the food vanished from the dish into the stomach of Thane. Olivia swam slowly over to meet Thane by the bank, where she watched the last crumb swallowed by him. She pulled herself from the pond and tried to wring at least some of the water from her clothes. Wow. That's a visual. Oh God, do you want me to keep going? Yes. Let me, let me I, see. Doesn't I it... feel like it's going to get spicy. <laughs> I don't, I, it doesn't get, no, it doesn't get spicy. You could keep reading. Okay. It's, it's safe. It's uh, safe for work. <laughs> okay. Thane let out a small laugh at the unsuccessfulness of her attempts to relieve her clothes of the pond's water. From this, he ended up with a flick of the a flick upon the ear and a chance to watch her walk away from him in an attempt of being mad. He was an honorable student. Um, following closely, <laughs> Thane mounted the ladder to the tree fort just as the trapdoor closed behind Olivia's feet. With a creak, the trapdoor also allowed entrance to Thane, who got a brief glimpse of Olivia's body ridden of its clothes. No! Oh. This sight was only for a few seconds before she dove into her bed going bright red. Okay. Well, wait, I thought you guys were <laughs> a couple. Yeah, but... I think we're married in this story, but I'm I'm bashful. <laughs> Thane just proceeded in without a word and started to change despite her watching him. Once he had found something to wear and donned it, he proceeded to leave the room and go upon his tower. As soon as Thane had left, Olivia crawled from the bed naked and found some dry clothes to wear. She had finally decided on a blue dress with a somewhat low neckline and a belt of silver rings. She followed Thane up the ladder to the tower and sat beside him. Okay, I think that's okay. where... Somewhat low neckline, huh? Yeah. And yeah, like, then he kind of goes off about the uh, monsters of myth and legend. Yeah. And... Uh, it's like almost... It's, it's only spicy because it's me. Like, it's the most boring uh, but <laughs> sort of romantic storyline. That's what makes it kind of spicier. It's like, this isn't your average fellow writing this. And I just, I'm wondering if this doesn't pass the Bechdel test. I'm <laughs> worried about that. Yeah, I, I think there's only been like one or two lines of dialogue yeah thus far <laughs> so the the next chapter is uh his uh, nemesis uh named zert 
Um, there was not a Zert at our school. Yeah, his, his nemesis is named Zert, and he uh, uh, sees him and his, I don't know, caravan, like, going down the road, and he um, has to quickly leave Olivia and go stab this guy in the chest, and he does, Classic. and he kills him. Classic and, Bryce. Um, then he gets an orb, a magic orb, and then he goes back to Olivia in the treehouse. Let's see. It's very sensual in that it's not sensual at all, <laughs> but it's so weird that he sent it to me. Wow. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if a, a school administrator came across this, they'd be like, oh, this is alarming. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so the, here is the, I think this is the second to last chapter. This is when he, uh, he comes back oh God. Uh, from, the, um, from having killed this guy and rob, robbing him. Nobly for some, I guess it's noble that he did this. I'm so confused as to why he's the hero of this story. Uh, because he was the less popular of two brothers, is my guess. Okay. So, said Olivia, as Thane returned to the treehouse, Thane looked her in the eye. So, he's dead, was all he said before turning to the lift where he started to raise the barrels of wine and the crate of silk. Soon they appeared through the hole in the floor, and Olivia looked over them, very disappointed. She turned to him with a very questioning look in her eye. Is this all from the wagons? There were four of them there for you to pick from, and this is all you got? Please, I beg of you, tell me... Tell me you something more than this. She was becoming a little irritated with Thane. No, it's not everything. I got more, was all he said in reply. Olivia watched him, waiting for Thane to continue. Finally, he went on. I got a few books as well. Actually, a crate of them. I almost couldn't get them here. It was so heavy. <laughs> that was Olivia's bursting point. Her rant started something like, Books? You got more books? and ended with her grabbing the nearest object that just happened to be a book and throwing it at Thane. Yeah. <laughs> um, Apparently I hate Sorry literacy. for being so smart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm the smartest and that I read books and you're just a dumb woman. Oh my God. He <laughs> thought I was so stupid. I'm realizing that now. <laughs> Maybe he just thinks that this is what partnership is. Like I'm getting some like everybody loves Raymond vibes where it's like, I love this lady. But all she does is yell at me, and then I look at her naked, and we've got three kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, the last few chapters start off with um, a little note from uh, Bryce, oh, and no. he says, "This is this is your classic. I've, you know, I've read my share of uh, amateur fiction on the on the internet, and uh, whatever they. Okay, so I'll read it." Uh, he says, sorry it took too, so long to update again. I haven't had access to a computer with internet access all summer. Anyway, thanks for all the great reviews. I'll get to fixing all the great reviews. How many people were reading this? Um, I'll get to fixing any little errors that are pointed out to me sometime. Enjoy the next chapter, and sorry it's so short again. I promise I'll start doing longer chapters soon. So I can tell you right now, he doesn't. And uh, anytime that people start adding these little caveats at the start of their chapters, it's not gonna get it's not gonna get finished. Aww. Should and I then, go through and proofread it and email him? Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, this chapter it says uh, the chapter seven, a fiery goodbye, and then. There's a note. It says, 
Here's a slightly longer chapter when I had than I had posted last time. And please, all caps, please review when finished reading. I love getting reviews. Oh god. It lets me know people are reading. So and enjoy the ch- next chapter. And then it says chapter six, a fiery goodbye. So it was chapter seven, and then he must have deleted a chapter or gotten confused and then called it chapter six. Um Just- and- He's got rabid fans. He can't even think straight. Wow. People were chomping at the bit to read the end of the story. I, I just, and do you think that there were actually other people? Like, are there other emails on there or is it all a fake lie? I'm pretty sure that there's like a spot where you can check the reviews. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, there are, there are reviews. There, there are, are reviews. reviews. <laughs> oh no! So we'll we'll get to the reviews. So you can just read, um, probably down. This is this is their parting, probably oh down Finally. to watching her go. Probably you'll 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 know when to stop. I think. I don't know that I will. The the book was magic. Is Ugh. sort of the oh that's incredible. the cliffhanger from the the last. There was a magic book. I do love that. Um, okay. Thane was speechless after the events that had just occurred. He had just willed a, willed a book to his hand. Oh, no, okay. Olivia wasn't much better at the moment. She was staring wide-eyed at the book as though it had just floated through the air to Thane's hand. Finally, Thane broke the silence. What just happened? He asked more to himself. I was going to grab the book. I didn't want it to float to me. Olivia turned her gaze to Thane before speaking. Can you do anything else? She sputtered. Thane thought for a second and decided what he would try. A fly was buzzing around his head nonstop, so he charred it to a crisp with a small flame. This sent a pile of ashes floating to the ground, and Olivia's eyes widened to the size of the eggs she had used for breakfast that morning. <laughs> oh, so much How's that? Thane asked to Olivia's earlier question. Satisfied? Let's see what else I can do. Olivia started inching away from Thane towards the ladder so she could escape. (laughs) With about two feet to go, she turned and bolted to the exit, but was caught by a strand of fire around her waist. Thane looked at her quizzically before saying, where do you think you're going? Away from you was Olivia's answer. You've changed, Thane, too much. I can't stay here anymore. Just let me go and I won't tell a soul about your powers. Please, she pleaded to Thane. Let me go. I promise I won't tell anyone. Thane thought for a second, again, before loosening the flame that held Olivia in place. Go ahead, be gone from here and never come find me again. He turned from Olivia, afraid to face her at this point, afraid to let her go. Olivia was about to exit when she turned to face Thane. She moved towards him and put a hand on his shoulder. Thane turned back to face her with tears in his eyes. They held a silent moment together before Olivia reached up and gave Thane a kiss before saying, I love you and I always will. Don't forget that. At these words, she turned and ran for the exit, disappearing Mm -hmm. from sight. Yep, yep. So, do you think that was written after the letter thing happened? A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. So the the letter thing happened, and he was like, "You know what? She's 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 not into me, or she doesn't respect my power. She doesn't. Yeah. Also, man, what a what a turn! Like she saw you saw the fly get crisped. 
and you yeah. immediately were like, I need to get out of this toxic relationship and I'm not going to grab my possessions. I'm not going to grab anything. I'm, I've been in love and obsessed with this man for who knows how long living in his tree fort, but yeah, now I'm, fort. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. Also, he catches me with f- like a fire lasso. Yeah. Lasso? 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, Very strange. It's a nightmare. I do like that real life wrote the plot because I I did pretend not to have his note, but then later that night, I remember messaging him on MSN and saying, "Hey, I found your note. The answer is no." <laughs> um. So that. So I'm gonna read some of these reviews. Oh God. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I hope I hope they like me. Um, this one is from meta 364 mm-hmm. um if thane liked this is from 2000 this is all from 2005 mm-hmm. um if thane liked books so much why did he become a? why didn't he become a teacher or something <laughs> anyway i found the chapter funny i like <laughs> olivia she amuses me greatly oh. anyway great job and i hope to read more see you, you <gasps> turned out they like you me. were the favorite character i didn't have any traits um same same person commented again mm-hmm. um the same day uh, wait, sorry. I reread the last chapter and found I was very confused. Anyway, why did Zert die so easily? <laughs> <laughs> also, how would they know the power was evil? He hasn't shown any signs of being a sorcerer yet. Overall, interesting conclusion. I feel like I'm beginning to get into the main plot a little more now, and I hope to keep reading. Okay, this is... I'm going to tell you right now, all the comments all the way down seem to be this guy. (laughs) I wonder Um, if that guy also went to my high school. uh, Well, first of all, Thane seems to give up to Zert a little too easily. (laughs) Uh, Also, how can Thane kill so many people? The fight scene probably ought to be more described. He misspells scene. Anyway, good chapter, and I look forward to reading the next one. Okay, and then this is all the same day. One problem I see so far is that Thane has no obvious reason to exist. Why does he rob when he doesn't live sumptuously? Why does he go to the Southlands, the lands of death? Without reasons being explained, the plot seems random. However, I do find the matter-of-fact style of writing very amusing. Thane seems like an ordinary guy doing his ordinary job. Very amusing. He loves the word amusing. Mm -hmm. Um... Anyway, good I like job. It. I like this. I think that this is a little bit creepy, but I also think that it's very wholesome. And for th- yeah, I I will say the the only other thing that I remember about him from high school is that he later dated a girl who had my same exact birthday. I don't know. I I that's not really a real. <laughs> what does that it's mean? Not, I don't know okay. if it means anything, but it means something to me in the moment. <laughs> that's just how I remember her. But uh, and she broke up with him because he wouldn't stop referring to them as lovers. Oh. Oh. But he meant it like in a very pure. Like he he just clearly was born in the wrong time. Yeah. I think. Oh. <laughs> I have uh, one more comment I should read. It's real short. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the uh, it's from Archie Angel. And uh, they say, uh, it's like a happy face. And then, yay, that is so cool. I'm so happy you updated this story is fantabulous orgasm-inducing climax on kitchen floor. Keep updating. So that, those are the, those, that's the feedback. There was plenty of feedback on this story. <laughs> uh, almost an alarming amount of feedback. Yeah. Considering it was... Just like a, b- a boy being like, what if I was a robber with a wife? 
Um, so do you think, uh, so sort of wrapping up, do you think that this was uh, complimentary or did, do you feel, <laughs> do you feel flattered? <laughs> um, I think this was probably around the time that I started carrying a pocket knife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah was, that makes some sense. He was, he was, I will say he was nice, but uh, not in a way that didn't always feel threatening, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, just guy stuff, just 15-year-old boy, you know? It's like, does he like me or does he want to kill me? Yeah, this uh, this gets a precautionary red flag, I think, and that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brad, what's that <laughs> take? Yeah. I like that I was modest in the story, <laughs> relatively. Yeah, you didn't just, like, show him your titties or whatever. <laughs> I was, like... <laughs> notably naked in parts of it but like his character wasn't there uh which i think is nice and speaks to his character (laughs) i agree (laughs) um so olivia uh before we uh end things do you have anything to plug no 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 one has anything congrats to anybody that has stuff to plug right now yeah i just am just living (laughs) all right well um i'm brad pike i'm sarah magnuson and uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to Blocked on iTunes. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Our theme music is by Groovebox, a.k.a. Dylan Carey, who had a comedy special come out on August 28th. So check that out on Instagram at underscore Groovebox underscore. You were on a team with Dylan Carey, State weren't you? Stage tramps. Yeah, yeah. Stage tramps. Uh, editing, team in Chicago. Uh, editing by Gabby Gottlieb with production help from Jason Ryder. And if you like this podcast, check out Talking Shop, in which ghosts, ghosts, in which ghosts (laughs) can be heard, (laughs) Uh, in which hosts James Dugan and Rob Grabowski interview comedians in the Chicago comedy community about life, comedy, and everything in between. And Devil's Daughter is now offering online improv workshops and classes through partnerships with local BIPOC improv teams and donations to social justice organizations. Your class tuition helps fund and grow our community. Check out Devil's Daughter's Instagram and Facebook for more information. There's only a few more. You describe the wagon canvases as emerald blue. Emerald is a shade of green, so it ought to be either blue or green. However, I think blue is a little easier to imagine. (laughs) This is so funny. The phrase, a driver to each wagon manned, sounds a little awkward. I think it ought to be the driver of each wagon instead. I would take the thwop out of quotes and put it into italics. Who does the word watchers? I don't know what that means. Also, a soul bandit would never attack a convoy. This is mostly a pet peeve, and I'm probably the only person who shares it, but why describe the battle as a dance? Fighting isn't graceful in reality. It's grim, brutal, and painful. I think instead of having so much battle described, have some of it described in detail. I felt I was just being told the bandit killed many people than being transported to a world. Overall, it's a very uh, interesting beginning. I'm curious to learn more about this bandit, and am looking forward to reading more in the future. Peace out. And then this is Story Junkie. Mm-hmm. He says, they came together like a magnet to metal. This is my favorite line. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, uh, also filthy. Yeah. I'm okay. worried that I'm in love with all the reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I want 
didn't know about them. This other guy says, are you a guy? This is pretty bloodthirsty, but better written than the last four stories that I clicked on. Mm. He is a guy, but he was a soft boy. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Hey, Devil's Daughter. I remember this.